Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks to find out what's happening in the Saga Talk Douglas and surrounding areas. Saga Talk on Sunday is being brought to you by Whiteford Wealth Management, the Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, It Is What It Is, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, your host of Saga Talk on Sunday, Gregory Muncy on 92.7 The Van and streaming on our mobile app at 92.7thevan.com. Sagatuck on Sunday, or is it karaoke? It's karaoke. It, it might be karaoke. Who knows? Hey, you folks, this is Gregory Muncy. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday, where we do this live every Sunday morning here in beautiful downtown Sagatuck. We're watching the sun come up over the hill, and it's going to be a beautiful day here in downtown Sagatuck. Thank you for joining us this morning. I'd like to thank our sponsors and get that out of the way because we've got to thank the people that pay the bills, the Inner Urban. They're your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Sagatuck Douglas area for only a dollar. Give them a call at 269-857-1418. Within our 30-mile radius, they'll pick you up at your door and drop you off where you want to go to for only a dollar. Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, original and creative design for any occasion. Check out our new plant stand. Check out new plants and uh uh, grown by seed. Uh, Jean's got herb gardens and tomato plants uh, available right now. So go check that out at Back to the Fuchsia. You can check out the website there at backtothefuchsia.net. Or, of course, you can give us a call anytime. We're open throughout the week, 10 to 4, Saturdays, 10 to 2. And our phone number is 269-857-2963. You can always see me there on Mondays, sometimes Tuesdays, sometimes more. So <laughs> come, and, come and visit me there at Back to the Fuchsia at the beginning of the week if you happen to be in town. A little shout-out to all my friends, Jane and her sister, and, of course, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the girls uh, from Indiana, my Indiana girls that like to come and visit as well, and all the folks that like to stop in and visit while I'm designing flowers. Just a little shout-out to all of you. Also, don't forget, if you're looking to find how much your home is worth, find your dream home with Laura Durham at Mill Pond Realty. You know, she's had over 40 years of experience. She's home, root, grew up here, went to our high schools, and she really knows the area. So if you, if you want to get somebody on your side, it's going to work really hard to get what you want, give her a call at 269-857-1477. Of course, you can visit their website at millpondrealty.com. Of course, you can take your vacation here as well. They've got vacation rentals. Hit their vacation rental tabs. and Hey, you better book now because I've looked at the grid, and it's already getting packed right now for the summer. We are a destination. Are filling up. Yeah, they are filling up. This is a destination location, so... You know, that's, you know, you want to be here. Um, uh, Of course, you can, again, visit their website at millpondrealty.com. 
course, we'd also like to thank, it is what it is, Patty Beery, uh, with uh, truly unique, one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, local best-selling authors, fabulous finds for all occasions, located at 318 Butler Street, just downstairs from the studio. It's the best little shop in the coolest little town. They're open year-round. Also, a shout-out to Don and Clayton, uh, her husband and son, who also part of the team there. Um, you can go to their website at shopwhatitis.com, or you can call them at 269-857-8100. Also, don't forget, Whiteford Wealth Management, you should meet the team at Whiteford Wealth Management because each team member, they're focused on meeting your needs, whether they be your child's college savings or your investment portfolio. I'm at the age where that's what I'm thinking about <laughs> right now. Um, they're located at 404 Broadway in South Haven. Visit their website at whitefordwealth.com or give them a call at 269-637-4400. I'd also like to thank our producer and let you know that podcasts are now available online at 927thevan.com. That's where a lot of you folks like to listen to us uh, because you like to sleep in a little bit. So if you miss part of the show or maybe you missed the whole show, you can listen to us anytime. You can see the last three years we've got all of our shows, most of our shows, loaded up there at the site. Um, of course, you can visit our Facebook page at Sagatuck on Sunday. We like to let you guys know at least a day or two in advance what our guests, who our guests are. Uh, it's just after 7 a.m. It's just wakey, wakey, wakey. Get that coffee going. It's a cool. They say 49 degrees is what the uh, weather.com says, but it feels a little warmer out there. Expect today's high to reach around 62. Uh, this morning, we have a lot to talk about. We've got Sarah Ramson. She's on. Now, who is that? She's the new owner of the new Lucky Stone Inn. You might remember the Marywood Manor, very popular spot at the end of Mary Street. Um, new owners there, and uh, she's going to be on the show. We're going to find out a little bit about Sarah and uh, what they do there at Lucky Stone. Sounds like a really nice yeah. little bed and breakfast. They were actually on our business mixer. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So nice. And uh, and then of course um, Wally Peterson. He was on Mike's show yesterday. Oh, um, Mike, Mike Johnson. Who? Mike Johnson. Oh, he, he has a radio show. Yeah, on Jethro. Oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> you know that. I know, I'm teasing. Stop it. Um, I got I to gotta give him a little bit of uh, razz, razzmatazz like he did on his show yesterday. But um, I listened to a show yesterday, and uh, Wally was on there talking about they're doing a, uh, a huge uh, donation, and uh, they're donating a beautiful sculpture for the Rose Garden nice. here in Saugatuck. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and his store. Um, and then we also have Fred Boltman. He's going to be on the show as well because it is time for the annual porch party at Red Horse. That's that peaceful space for powerful work. The Red Horse Center, the collaborative center with uh, horses and all kinds of programming that they have there. That's coming up uh, a week from yesterday. That's May oh, 27th. Wow. Okay. So we're going to have him on and talk about that event and all the great things they do as well. So settle nice. in. And who's that talking in the background? Wait, what's going on? She's already started without getting the disco ball going. Out of formal introduction, yes. And work the runway. Woohoo! Look at her go. You guys know who that is. You know that voice. You know me. She's back. I'm back. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for having me back. Welcome back to the show. Julie Zeman from the Star of Sagatuck. Woo! Fun day, Sunday. <laughs> it is. Um, it's going to be nice outside. I know. Too. It's going to be gorgeous. Um, it's uh, not like I said, high as 62, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's going to get warmer than that. It'll be good. That's perfect for walking around for me. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, all the towns are up. They're all getting ready. We're a week away I from Memorial it. Day. I know. Very exciting. Uh huh. That's the unofficial start to summer here and uh, always a big weekend. And in Saugatuck, yes. and there's lots of things going on. We're going to talk about that later in the show. Events yeah. going on. We've got parades for Memorial Day and all that. Um, uh, but uh, how are things at the Star? Good. Is We've that... been very busy. We had our first wine on the water yesterday. We had over a hundred people attend that. Wow. Yeah. No, it was amazing. We have. Yeah. It's That's so that great. Big paddle wheel, folks. It you is. know that big yes. red paddle wheel. Come see me. Uh-huh. And when you hear that horn blowing in the water, you know summer's a coming. That's right. And uh and so the Star of Sagatuck, you do several uh uh tours a day. What, three? Is it right now yeah, about right. two or three and then starting Memorial Day we'll you know, ramp it up. So uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. But go to our website, sagatuckboatcruises.com, check out our schedule. Chain Ferry goes in the water next week. Yes, I was going to ask well, about yes. that. Chain Ferry is up and running. Well, not yet. It'll be in the water on Wednesday. Well, that's we'll what I meant. And, yes. It will weekend. be up and running next be, week. Yes. Um, uh, I have friends from out of town, and when they come into town, we have to ride the Chain Ferry. Yes, it's uh, fun. Yeah, it is a fun thing. It's, it's the only surviving Chain Ferry in the country. Yes. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. And it's, it's not easy to maintain. It's not easy to maintain. We gave it a little facelift, yeah. so come check that out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do they still let? Um, do they still let the kids and oh, yeah. other people to help crank? Yeah. The chain. There's a big chain that it's connected to. Yes, from it, one side and to that's the what, other. And that's what gets it across. Yes. yes. I've seen that chain replaced before. Yes. No, because it's broken. Yeah. Has it ever broken while people were on it? Not while we've had it. <laughs> Thankfully, because that thing would just. Float away. I mean, we have an right, anchor, but right yeah. out into Lake Michigan. I know, right? Yeah, we have to get the big boat out <laughs> to go race and get it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and so now, you guys, um, it was owned by Maryland's and Bruce Starring for many years. But yeah. you guys have uh, been operating it for how long? This is my fifth season. So fifth we've had season. it for five. Yeah, and you worked side by side year. with Marilyn when you first I started. Did, yep, for a couple months. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember that. Learned the ropes. So to well, it's speak. been five years. I know. Wow. I know. It's crazy. I can't believe. Wow, that is a long time. It is. I had a really nice evening last night. What did you do? Um, I did. uh, I ran around for Mill Pond Realty, checked out some of their beautiful properties, which I really enjoy doing. Um, uh, And uh, I was out in Casco Township, and and I came back, and I thought, well, I got to get ready for the show. And uh, you know, I always uh, clean the studio and get everything ready. Um, You know, write my copy, kind of study my notes. Um, But Aaron Mullenhouse. gave me a call. I don't know if you know Erin. Um, and uh, she's a local yokel. Yeah. And uh, wanted to go for a walk and go see the azaleas and the um, rhododendron by John Migas. Okay. And I don't know if you know about this. Maybe I should take you because I'm going back there. He's going to be on a, the show here in a couple weeks. Okay. Um, I believe the 4th or the 11th um, he'll be on the show. Um, this guy has lovingly taken care of a garden who, that was previously owned, and he he purchased the property. Now he owns it. Now I, I guess this guy is like a biker, an ex biker kind oh, of okay. guy. Okay, all right, fun. And now he's a garden extraordinaire. Wow. He creates his own hybrids of rhododendron and um, azaleas, 
And this garden, you wouldn't know it. And and it's it's down at the end of uh, Bradley Street, okay. You know, which is across on the other side of Blue Star Highway, and it's a private garden, so it's it's his own private property. But you know, he'll invite people to come walk his gardens. He also sells azaleas hmm. and rhododendron as well. It's just the most amazing thing you've ever seen. It's like you you open your eyes and you're in Wonderland all of a sudden. Huh. Just huge bushes of beautiful flowers and paths. The paths just keep going on and on. And he's got manicured, trimmed bushes um, all along the way. He's got really uh, <laughs> you like trimmed bushes, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. Um, and then, and then, um, he's also got like these beautiful dogwood trees and just just a gorgeous uh, garden. Um, and so he's going to be on the show in a couple weeks. And I was just fascinated by it because I knew him. You know, um, sometimes once or twice a year, I'll dog sit for his neighbor across the okay. street, um, the famous Jacqueline Carey, the oh, yes. uh, best-selling yes. uh, author. Uh, New York Times bestselling author, and then uh, her partner, Julie yeah. Abel from Jabber Design. Yes. Um, every once in a while, I watch their dog once or twice a year, um, and I love Millie. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, and I see John. We talk and stuff, but I never walked back in the garden. I knew what he did, but I just never walked through it until last night. But it was it was really, really amazing. So we're going to have him on the show. Speaking of gardens. I know. I want to share a story. Yeah. So last time I was on the radio, we talked about the garden walk uh-huh. that was happening on Mason Street. Yeah. Um, so my mom and sister came from Wisconsin for Mother's Day, and they went to that garden walk. And my mother did not stop talking about it all weekend. Oh. She said it was gorgeous. The sculptures were amazing. They were so hospital hospitable to her. Um, they had like little wine and cheese. Um, there was even somebody like with a golf cart that would, you know, drive you around if you weren't able to walk it yourself. Oh, they were just so impressed. And they want to come back next year and do it again. So oh, wow. Yeah, shout out to to that person. Thank you. And I can't think of whose house it was. Um, it was um, Cynthia McKean. Okay, yes. She is the famous sculptor. And I say famous. She'd probably get bashful of her whatever if, if I said that. But um, she did the family of man. Yes. That, which is in mm-hmm. Coughlin Park. Yes. But, I mean, she's really known for that. But she's done other artwork um, throughout town. Uh, you see private people and it's in public spaces and people around the home. Um, she... It's just wonderful. It's and you know she has such a, a eclectic and variety of style. You know, some artists you go when you see something you go, oh, that's this artist, right? But her stuff is so different, and she most of it it's all metal work is what she generally works with. But it's so the styles are so different that you know you wouldn't know it was the same person. Yeah, and so. my mom showed me pictures. Yeah, gorgeous, and yeah. So shout yeah. out to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, for doing Cynthia that. McKean, great yes. talented person, a great asset to our community. Um, speaking of gardening, um, uh, the Garden Club has asked me to help out with the Community Beautification Day, oh, which is going to be this Wednesday, May twenty fourth. I had the Garden Club on a couple weeks yeah, ago, I was here May seventh. Yeah, and um, and uh, uh, she's asked me to do a little talk with the kids to talk about. And I still have to uh, do my little speech, write that out, uh, but talk about why it's so important to beautify our community. So, um, yeah. well, so, uh, what a good person to do that. And yeah, the sixth graders will yeah. be all together. Um, uh, and, uh, and they'll plant all of the, uh, the pots 
that go throughout town. I forgot how many she said it was, but it was like it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it just really makes the town. A lot of people think the city does that, but it's all done by the volunteer group of the Saugatuck Douglas Garden Club, and uh, the sixth graders. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Uh, will be watering them throughout the summer, yeah, and that's so awesome. they'll plant them, and then we'll have cookies and treats, uh, lemonade or whatever at Pumpernickels. They provide that. Very nice. Um, for the kids. And uh, so looking forward to doing that this week as nice. well. As I was driving around looking at properties uh, for Mill Pond Realty, I was also, uh, I stopped uh, real quick at Chicken Scratch Farm. Okay. You ever been there? I have not. You should stop in there. I should. Used to be the old ham bone. It was many restaurants before that. I think one time it was called the Glen or something like that. Oh, it's, yeah. It's between, not the Glen restaurant, oh. downtown Glen. Um, but I think it had the word Glen in it at one time, but I remember it as the Hambone. Okay. Um, and it was other restaurants as well. It's on Blue Star. It's located at 1896 Blue Star Highway, yeah. right there near 18th, uh, 118th, where 118th comes into Blue Star, that general area. And um, they have baked goods. They do everything from scratch, uh, uh, bakery items. I stopped and got some pierogies. Oh, did you? Potato, cheese, I and love onion pierogies. pierogies. And so it inspired me to make a Polish dinner. I had leftovers. I did that two days ago, so I had leftovers last night. Nice. I was looking forward to my leftovers all day. Um, I made the Polish kielbasa. Oh. And then I uh, made uh, fried cabbage. Nice. And so um, so you know what I do with my – how I make my fried cabbage. It might not be traditional I've at all. I've never heard of fried cabbage, actually. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I take a big, a big spoonful of bacon grease, and I throw it in my pot, and I get that to cooking. Then bacon grease isn't enough. So I, I put about <laughs> half a stick of butter in it too, right? And so I get my onions and my garlic going just until it's got just not too much color, but it's, it's starting to get translucent. Then I, I throw in my cut-up cabbage and, uh, and, and just cook it down. Cook it down. I'll add a little bit of water. I add my seasonings. I like to add salt, pepper, and uh, a little bit of red cayenne pepper, mm, just to give it a little, a little bit heat, of kick. Yeah. And then, um, and then I add just a little pinch or two of brown sugar, Ooh. just to give it a little sweetness a little there. Heat, little sweet. Yeah, wow. a little sweet. So it was, it was really good. I really, really, really enjoyed that. So are you a grease saver? I know, like my oh, grandma used to like oh, save yes. the best drippings of things. Liquid gold, yes. I call it. And every time. Time I make bacon, I just think about the little pot of gold I get at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> That's awesome. Speaking of rainbows coming up pretty soon, and we're going to get into events as much as we can, folks, but okay. we've got a really big show lined up. Um, Real we, big show. Really, really big show. Um, and, but, um, uh, but we've got a lot of events coming up. Uh, next week, I'm going to have um, uh, the uh, girls from the uh, – uh, <laughs> Lake Shore Pet Boutique. Oh, okay. Let's get yeah. that out of my head. Yeah. Um, and or out of my mouth. And then um, Randy's going to be here. She's going to talk about Pride, the Pride uh, Caravan, the uh, parade that yeah, they do nice. every year. Great. And that's coming up the first week of I June. Know. So she'll be on next week. Good. Um, and uh, so yeah, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff going on here in town. Um, you guys had wine on the water. What's your next event coming up? Oh, the next event is Beer on the Boat, which so, is next Saturday with Guardian Brewery. So we still have some tickets left for that. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, $60 a person. You get five different beers from Guardian. Um, Kim will be out there and 
talking it up and yeah, it's it'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh so lots of drinking. You lots have wine drinking. on the boat, beer on, on the, the boat. boat. We have mixed you, drinks you on the boat. You have yoga on the boat. We I mean, do have yoga on the boat coming up in June. Yeah. You pretty much do everything on the we boat. We try. We try to do it all on the boat. So do you have like a Let's see. They they call it the Mile High Club, but do you have oh. something that's similar to that? No, I don't want to clean up those messes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Please don't do that on the. If boat. <laughs> you're looking for something to do today, folks, if you're in town, there's lots of stuff to do. I know it's not quite Memorial Day, but we've got we've got a lot planned going on uh, in town today. Um, the Lakeshore Community Chorus they'll be presenting their spring concert. Road Trip Adventures on Route 66 is the name of it. And so that's kind of like their theme, a lot of the songs that they'll be singing. It's at 4 p.m. today at the Saugatuck Center for the Arts. Um, You can still get tickets. They're on sale at the Saugatuck Center of the Arts website, and that's sc4a.org. That's sc, the number 4, a dot org so you can get tickets um it, it sounds like it's going to be a, a fun musical adventure jazzy fun and uh just to bring music uh to the community it's a great great organization uh, nancy platinga she's their artistic director and she does a great job uh bringing everything together i was just watching a vlog about uh route 66 and oh, how okay. i don't know how kind of sad that it is because <sighs> Um, it's not, it, the road isn't used anymore. It's not what it used to be. So it used to be the only, it was the first paved road that took you out West. Yeah. And so, um, there's a lot of memories of people that, you know, took routes, route, route 66. Well, they and, even wrote a song about it. And there are young people that still do it. They're yeah. trying to keep that, that thing alive. So, so, uh, looking forward to that. So that's today, uh, the concert for the Lakeshore Community Chorus, again, the Route 66 road trip. Get your kicks. Get your on kicks. Route 66. And that's today at 4 p.m. Also going on today, um, you know, the historic Sagatuck Pump House is now open. Woohoo! It's it's located on the west bank of the Kalamazoo River here at the foot of Mount Baldhead Park. Um, they're open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from noon until 4 p.m. They've got a new exhibit that they launched uh, towards the end of last year, and, uh, and, and that's going on right now. It's now open. It highlights the iconic dune feature and why it's uh, always attracted people to this location. So it, it delivers a better understanding of Mount Baldhead through its history, its natural formation, and its cultural significance in the community. They've got a large-scale 360-degree panoramic views taken by Saugatuck photographer and board member James Cook. Many people know him. He works with the Historical Society and uh, has done a lot to preserve the history of the area. Um, uh, The gallery also features a a recreated viewing tower, offering visitors the experience of climbing Mount Baldhead without having to climb Mount Baldhead. That's awesome because, uh-huh. yeah, we get a lot of people that say, oh, I could never do the steps. Uh-huh. But, yeah, uh-huh. awesome. That's great. We are looking forward to uh, that AT&T. Uh, they're still working. There there might be a little bump in the road because there's, be. there's a little talk about maybe preserving the history and some things that they need to do to the structure. But we are hoping that it just continues smoothly. Yes. AT&T will be putting a radar 
um, uh, or an antenna or whatever. Cell tower? Like a cell tower. Yes. Um, they're inside Mount Baldhead. Good. So that people won't be dropping calls at Oval Beach anymore. Yeah. And, or even in town, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. And so um, the city has been working on, on uh, making that happen for our folks. And it's not an easy task. I, yes, um, I understand. But, uh, along but much with, needed. Yeah, much needed. But along with giving them the rights to do that, allowing them to do that, making sure that all the legal ramifications, all that's done right. Right. Um, they're also providing a brand new bathroom. Oh, where? So they'll be right there in the oh, location nice. where the old bathroom is. Okay. And so the design was just approved by City Hall. And uh, uh, that would be by me. Yeah. And, uh, right. <laughs> and I the folks, it. and the, no, no, and the folks that I serve yeah, with, right. um, it's been a project that's Good. been in, it's been in works for that's about great news. I'd say two years now. It's been in in, in the works. Fantastic. And so, uh, yeah, so that should clear things up. Um, and so, th- uh, the pump house is now open. Go check it out. And uh, it's right at the end of the chain ferry. So next yes. week, uh, when the chain ferry's running, you've got uh, the Mount Baldhead uh, Park. You could go to. Oval Beach, um, which Oval is Beach. still a hike, but and, yes. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, more things happening in town. I talked about, we had uh, Capizo on a few weeks ago as well to talk about the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club sale going on at Capizo Studio. And it continues today uh, from noon until 3 p.m. Um, the gallery uh, show and art sale is, is showcasing 157 works. That's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. Uh, by the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club. And uh, they'll, be, uh, uh, they'll be selling all of their things. You know, the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club is a great organization. They're celebrating 70 years oh, wow. of being together. And uh, they have a huge membership right now. In fact, they have an increased membership. So it's a great program to be a part of. If it's something that you want to join and be a part of, it's only $50 a uh, uh, a year. Oh, that's uh, to very join. reasonable. And it, a lot of their programmings or their programs, you don't have to be a member to join. Oh, okay. So they have drawing programs and all kinds of different art programs and things like that. So, so I want to talk about that. The market. Let's go on next. I'm trying to get out yeah. as much as I can okay. because there's a lot going on today. Um, the market is open at the SEA. I want to remind everybody. The farm market? The farm market oh. on Saturdays. And then next week, it starts opening up on Tuesdays as well. Okay. Saturdays, um, it's uh, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., where they've got a variety of stuff from local farmers, all-natural honey, maple syrup, uh, farm-fresh eggs, cheeses, gourmet mushrooms, all kinds of stuff. There's a, I think there's a flower vendor or two for the, like the garden-type flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so that goes on at the Saugatuck Center for the Arts. They're located on Culver Street, across the street from Coughlin Park. And, uh, and, and then their Tuesdays is, uh, that starts at 10. Okay. Uh, and that, those are 10 to 2 or 10 to 3. And uh, those will start the following week. So it's great to have a little farmer's market here oh, in town. Oh, it is. People I know, love that. They do. And I know Alec and Lindsay from Grow Restaurant, they even go there and buy stuff for their menu. Yes. Um, so that's, that's kind of convenient. They are very fresh. Mm-hmm. This coming Friday, I've been talking about the Fourth Fridays. That's a whole new event going on in Fenville, and they call it the Fourth Fridays. They're doing it every month, the Fourth Friday of the month, where you go to downtown Fenville, and you you enjoy their event where it focuses on a different theme. Um, they're all held between 5 and 7 p.m. You've got live music. 
uh, art and demonstrations and different things going on downtown. And so, you know, head on to downtown Fenville on Fridays, 5 to 7 p.m. Interesting. Yeah. And stop by while you're there. Stop at Root. Get yeah. a cup of coffee. They make great lunches and soup as well there. And, and then, of salt course. Salt of the Earth is yes, there. Yes, Salt of the Earth is there as well. They have well. great breads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that salty, seedy salt. I know. I love that. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, uh, Memorial Day is just around the corner, folks. Now, we'll still have our Memorial Day show next week. But I did want to let you know and remind everybody that, yes, the parade is going to go on next Monday. Yes. Um, It starts in Saugatuck at 9 a.m. And then it's in Douglas at 10 a.m. So it's the same parade. It's sponsored by the American Legion. The parade route in Saugatuck starts in Culver Street. Then it proceeds down Butler Street to Mary Street. Okay. Um, And then then there at Mary Street, they have the... um, they have a little ceremony there at the Memorial Park there. I think I love Memorial Day parades the most. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Small you... town, local, yeah, 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 honoring all those who served. So then they pack up the band, they pack up the whole show, and they go over to Douglas and do it again. Amazing. So then they do it in Douglas. And the, and Doing the, it in Douglas. The parade there starts at 10 a.m., and that parade route will start at Lake Vista, Super Value. It'll proceed down Center Street to Berry Field. Oh, okay. So Memorial Day parades are on. Wanted to let everybody know that. And, and of course, there's so much to do on Memorial Day. Um, oh, yeah. Of course, the Dunes Resort will be off the hook yeah. all weekend long. Um, uh, the uh, J. Petter Gallery. They've got they've got events going on at the uh, the Saugatuck Annex there. They've got their new downtown Saugatuck location hmm. right here. Did you know that? I did not. They, they, they celebrate the they celebrated the acquisition of Armstrong de Graff International Fine Art. We talked to uh, to Tad, um, and I've been wanting to have him on the show. And um, uh, they have the. Um, uh, that's where the, the uh, radio station started off at. Oh, okay. You know, you know where that is? Yeah, I do, that, actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's where uh, 92.7 The Van used to be. Oh, wow. Yeah, before they moved in, into Holland. Holland, huh. yeah. And uh But now it's it's a new space, and so it's kind of like they call it their Saugatuck Annex for J. Petter Gallery. Nice. So you can still expect to fi- see fine art there. But they're going to have an event there. Um, and uh, with uh, three new artists, uh, Jen Gardner, Brian Muser, and Newell Friend. Oh, so I don't think I butchered any of those names. I hope not. If I did, go to my Facebook page and rant. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we, oh my gosh, it's already seven thirty. All right, I, I can't get over it. We, we're going to have to. We're going to have to take a little break. Um, I, I can't believe it's already. Yeah, this way. We're gonna rock the boat. Yeah, baby. We've got look who's look who walked in. Sarah Rampson. Sarah's here. There she is from Lucky Stone Inn. She's a, and then also after her we've got Amazwi in. Yes. And then we've got Red Horse Collaborative, Red Boltman. So yep. it's going to be a great it's, show. It's always a great show. Always a great show with Julie's here. Aw, thank the, you. Well, you're the star of Saugatuck. Yes, I am. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back.
Oh, here we are. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday here on 92.7 The Van, where we do it live every Sunday, high above land sharks. I'm with my wonderful guest host this morning, my regular guest. You're pretty regular. I know. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Welcome back to the show, folks. Hey, um, uh, just wanted to uh, let everybody uh, know uh, that... Um, the city of Saugatuck is uh, the uh, the city hall is getting a facelift. So if you're coming into town and you see all the paint scraped off the uh, city hall and all that, the you're lead like, What's, paint. Are, they, are they closing it down? Or yeah, it was lead paint. I know, I know. I and um, and uh, so they're removing all that nasty stuff. They're also replacing new wood, and so we should have it should be done hopefully the next couple weeks. Um, uh, but uh, the sooner the better. Yeah, everybody we... loves new wood. Hey, BPW's out there too. Let's give a little shout out to them. Oh, that's right. There's Mary. Everybody say hi to Mary and uh, our DPW staff. They're out there working hard this morning, but but they just do such a great job. They do keeping a great job. Clean. They do. They really do. Um, we were talking about events, and we it was it it was so quick. So it fast. went by so fast that, you know, we weren't able to get everything in. And, you know, we've got events uh, that we'll talk about, you know, the Red Horse por- Porch Party. We got Fred that will be on later in the show to talk about that. Um, but uh, uh, the uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, events coming up, we talked about the Dunes Resort. So that's going to be off the hook. You talked about beer on the boat. Yes. And that's coming up as well. Um, the uh, – if you're looking for something different to do, maybe off the beaten track on May 27th, you know, that's uh, this coming Saturday. Have you ever been to Waypost Brewing Company? Yes, they're actually doing one of the beer on the boats. Oh, right, this, of course. This summer, yeah. Well, um, on the 27th, you can kick off the summer at Waypost. You can spend the day in their backyard and chase some party chickens. So oh have some beer and run around the yard and chase chickens. I don't know how I feel about that. That's an activity (laughs) going on at Waypost Brewing Companies from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. So it's a nine-hour affair. Imagine going into the eighth hour. Those chickens have to be exhausted. (laughs) Taste Buds Food Truck will be on site, and you can join them for the release of their new beer called Field Beer. It's a summer wheat beer made with botanicals. Nice. So uh, come and play outside at the Waypost Brewing Company. Um, you know, uh, I was uh, walking around town, and, you know, I, I, I like to be nosy and, and see who's who and what's going on. And, and I saw some new people out you in did. front of a place that I used to remember as Marywood Manor and, uh, and, and knew the previous owners as well. But then I met the new owners. So I'm like, hey, you need to be on the show. So let's get that disco let's ball do down. do it. There it goes. Ooh. Ooh look, look at, at those her. moves. Look at her work the run- runway. My goodness. I should have had her on sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Sarah Ramson. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for thanks for being here, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Um, I've got a lot to talk about. First of all, um, did I say your last name you right? You did, Sarah so, Ramson. See, it's spelled R A M S S O N. Oh, I was pretty lucky with that one. Yes, you were. We'll cause... see if I can butcher someone else's yes. name. Oh, Stay I'm tuned. sure you will. Yes. I'm sure Stay you tuned. will. Um, uh, you are from Lucky Stone Inn. Welcome I to am. the show. Thank you. Uh-huh. And not only that. Folks, now listen to this. If anybody's coming on in the next couple of weeks to be a guest, you need to up your game because 
She brought scones. Oh, yes. Fresh made scones. Fresh made scones. <laughs> I understand you're into, you're really into scones, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but uh, these these look absolutely delicious. Are Thank these you. cheese? They are. This is Canadian bacon and cheddar scones. Mm. Yes. Mm. I know. Yeah. It seems like we're used to having more like uh, sweet scones. Right. So I kind of wanted to try out a savory scone. Ooh, today. yum. Nice. Yes. Ooh, let me swallow that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please swallow that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, uh, uh, but um, absolutely delicious. Um, where are you from, Sarah? So originally Allegan, just uh, inland from here. So just east oh, you're of from Allegan. I, I would a not lucky have known stones them. throw away. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, a lucky stone <laughs> throw away. Oh, sure. I know. No. That's why I'm here. Can't make this. That's up. why I'm here. <laughs> um, and so you grew up in Allegan. I did. Did you stay in uh, West Michigan, or did you venture out like many people do? Yeah. So I um, graduated high school, went to Michigan State. Oh, nice. Yes, I am a, I'm a Spartan through and through. Uh-oh. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> then I actually moved to Grand Rapids. Okay. And um, that's actually where my husband and I live today. So um, you moved to Grand Rapids, and I'm guessing at the time that Grand Rapids was really starting to grow. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking you're a little bit younger than me, but I remember... I remember, I mean, a lot younger than me. I'm I know, sorry. I was, I was going to say, but. <laughs> but um, I remember going to Grand Rapids, you know, 30 years ago and going like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I yeah. just, you know, wasn't the town that it is today. Right. And uh, it's a happening town now. It is. And it wasn't like that 30 years ago. So, um, but, uh, so you worked in uh, Grand Rapids or after school? What'd you do? Yep. So I was in sales. Um, I okay. sold um, kind of technical products, worked for a company selling electrical products to the office furniture industry. Oh, sounds fascinating. Yeah, it is. Yes. Yes. Um, there are a couple of office furniture people in the area. So. Uh, yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, so sold to those guys. And, Herman Miller and yeah. uh, uh, Steel. Yeah. Case yeah, steel yeah. case. Yep. Oh, yep. cool. Very yeah. good. So you worked with companies. So you you weren't selling. You weren't going door to door like a Fuller brush. Man. No, like thank a, goodness. If anybody knows the Fuller encyclopedias, <laughs> right? <laughs> or God, right? Yes. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, but um, but uh, so you you did that for how long? Um, just over fifteen years, actually. Oh, oh okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Long and, time. And so um, you decided to um, do something different. You, I was reading your bio, and and um, <laughs> the adventure began when you got COVID. Well, no, just when COVID. Or during COVID. During COVID. Okay. Yeah. 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 And you had a midlife crisis. I did. You're not old enough. Uh, it felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> it still does. <laughs> um, and so you decided to uh, to to get rid of that that whole world. Yeah. And, and like a lot of us, you know, and come here and find a simpler way of life. And you, now you guys, you you got married here, right? I did, yes. In so Douglas? I did, yeah. I met my husband um, through a friend uh -huh. um, when we were teenagers. Um, then we reconnected. What kind of her... a friend? Was he an agent? Or was he, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh -huh. Secret uh -huh. agent. <laughs> you know. I mean, we were 17, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we were young. Wow, 17? Um, yes, originally. And then we reconnected actually at her wedding. Oh. And reconnected again years later. And Like, wait a minute, I do like you. I know. Oh, right? You do smell it's good. like a Hallmark movie. 
movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. It do- oh, yes, right. The, oh, yes. Like there's a barn at the yes. end of it, uh-huh. and then the country yes. dance. You're yeah. at the you're at the community dance at the end, and yes, kissing under you, the lights. You realize oh, my he, goodness. he's a good guy after yeah. all. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so you guys reconnected. <laughs> we did, and um, and you got married uh, here in Douglas. We did, yeah. Uh-huh. Where, yep. where at in Douglas? Um, so my husband's family has a cottage um, over in Douglas. It's been passed down for generations, uh-huh. and so we got married right on the right on the land. So oh, wow. isn't that fun? Yeah, real fun. And um, and now what what was what, what did your husband do? Uh, so my husband is a professor at Grand Valley. Oh, he's currently. He is. He's still working. Yeah, he's our stability and our health care. I mean, so. nice. He's still working. <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right about yeah, that. Yeah, But I'm like, um, he's still working like you're not. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, right. I, you are busy. I, yeah, I get so busy sometimes. Is, is, <laughs> you, you, have you ever been in hospitality? You've been in, you've been in sales. I've been in sales. So you're, I mean, obviously you're good with people. Well, I try. Yeah, well, you're you. doing good with me so far. <laughs> okay, good. Um <laughs> I'll let you know when you okay, get yeah. off track. Um, <laughs> um, but um, and and so um, uh, and and so he's he's a professor there. He he, is. Does he commute back and forth? He does. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. So we actually um, have a permanent residence in Grand Rapids. Um, oh, okay. So we kind of split our time between his family's cottage and then our house in Grand Rapids. So right. he gets a few days where he's closer to work, and I get a few days where I'm closer to work. Oh, so, wow! Yeah. Wow. Um, you came across how did you find out that um they were selling it i don't remember seeing on the market or it was quick it was quick so Uh um we actually during our my covid midlife crisis we were looking at different ways different businesses that we could maybe start um yeah i just really wanted an opportunity to have a little bit more creativity in my life and have a little bit of um i guess control over my destiny so Mm um we Explore a few different businesses to start up, and then um, a bed and breakfast came on the market. We did some research, decided it would be super fun to do that. Yeah. Um, and then the Marywood Manor came on the market, um, and within six days, we found it on Zillow. Oh, okay. Of all things. Yeah. Um, so within six days, we saw it and made an offer. Oh, so wow. we just knew it was meant it was, to be. Yeah, sounds yeah, like it. I guess so. Yeah, I knew Jer- uh, Gary and Jan. Yeah. I almost said Jerry because I was trying to put Gary, Gary and Jan Jerry together. Um, but I knew the previous owners yeah. uh, when I worked for the business association. Always take the brochures over there for the maps mm-hmm. of the area. Um, and um, and and so you decided to. Well, let's have a bed and breakfast. Exactly. My favorite joke was always, "I just need to find a way to be on vacation all the time." Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah. this is kind of like that. I'm vicariously on vacation with all of my guests. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Now you're located right here downtown, and um, you have parking for your guests. We do. Yes. Wow. I know you guys talk about an amenity in Sagatuck. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> So that's that's hard to find around it here. Is. So folks know that they can stay right downtown. Exactly. They're just steps away from everything here. Exactly. And uh and and you're located right at the end of Mary Street. And that's uh that's that street near the post office. Yes. Um that the corner the uh that the post office is on. And so you're at a dead end. So even though you're downtown, I I bet it's kind of quiet right when the town is a buzz mm-hmm. that like, is the quiet like you'll town. probably because yeah. you're at the end there you'll probably come into downtown like oh my gosh it's busy yeah i had no idea yeah right yeah mm-hmm. and so um and uh uh you have there at the end you've got four suites mm-hmm. um three of which they have separate sitting areas they do so they're pretty nice size yeah they are uh-huh. yeah, nice to spread out and have your own couch and uh-huh. you know tv and space there yeah uh-huh uh-huh 
And um, so what what can I expect when I come into Lucky Stone? Well, you get to hang out with me, first of all. Oh, fun. I mean, a lot of fun, right? Well, well yeah. see, that's what makes a bed and breakfast, <laughs> really, is is having your host or your mm-hmm. hostess as being a part of your vacation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, but uh, I understand that every guest also gets a bottle of Fen Valley wine. We do. We love to support our local businesses. And um, so it's it's great. You know, we um, have a bottle of Fen Valley wine. Um, We also have little coupons for guests so they can go down and get a um, a little tasting or a glass of wine at Fen Valley just down the street from us. Uh-huh. Um, but we just want to kick off their vacation and their celebration. So it's a, kind of a fun way to, to is, get started. That is nice. Yeah, that is nice. Here, I'm going to eat some more of the scone. <laughs> you girls talk. Okay, we'll talk. So what is a lucky stone? <laughs> so a lucky stone um, is actually a plant fossil called a crinoid. Okay. Um, and it's part of the starfish family. So um, you find them along the shores of Lake Michigan. Yeah, and I saw you, you brought you, one today. Yeah, and I, I did. thought you could even like string those, like put them on little. Like a puka like a necklace. necklace. Yeah, you could. That, I've never seen those before. I don't know why. I just don't look for them, but there's a hole in the middle of it. Yes, yeah. And yeah. They call them Lucky Stones. They do. So that's kind of like the familiar name. Um, kind of hard to remember what a crinoid yeah. is. What, right. what made you think of Lucky Stones? Um, So I grew up in this area and really liked walking down the beach of Lake Michigan looking for stones. So I come from a stone shell hunting family. Mm -hmm. I love that as well. Yes. And these are nice because they're little. So, you know, you don't have a giant jar of when you find a hundred. Exactly. So you love getting stones. Love it. Love it. And these are my favorite stones. stones. Yes. Yes. Finding stones. Not getting stones. (laughs) Finding stones. Um, and but that's really cool. So that's why you named it Lucky Lucky Stone. Yes, Lucky yeah. Stone Inn. Quite possibly harder to name the business than it was my own child. <laughs> really <laughs> hard. Really? Yeah. Right. I well, see that. right. That's true. Yeah. Um. Uh. So you 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 bought the bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Did you make any changes? We did. We renovated renovated the space inside. Oh, really? Um, yeah, just trying to make it ours, give yeah. that our sense and, and kind of vibe. Um, we really want it to be a calm and cozy, re- relaxed atmosphere. So, um, yeah, we, we made a few changes, and now it just reflects us a little bit. So, uh-huh. yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. You need to be comfortable in the space as well. You're exactly. there all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so you're settling into Saugatuck. It's great that you've already know the area, yes. right? Because I, when I moved here uh, almost 20 years ago, I, I was the same way. I was like, I, it really helped that I had friends that, and family that were living in the area before I did, you know. Um, so you know a little bit about the area as well. But it still takes a little getting used to, right? Sure, absolutely. Because it is a really small town. Um, so have you gotten to know all the other business owners? and? Getting there. Getting yeah. there. Uh-huh. Going about and shopping. And yes. Getting to know some of the shopkeepers yeah. and stuff like that. I tell everybody. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, uh, what, what, are, uh, what are your future plans? What do you, what, where do you see this going now? Yeah. So we stay open year round. Oh, really? Um, we do. Oh, wow. Oh. Yep. We Not all open. bed and breakfast do that. No. They no. Don't. Yeah. no. Nope. So we do stay open year round. Um, so we intend on continuing to stay open year-round. Do you stay on the premises? Um, Not really. So we actually stay um, at my husband's family's cottage. Okay. So we're about three minutes away. But um, could you? We is could. there a spot there that you could, yeah, if you had yeah. to? Yeah. 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 Our goal someday is to actually build a little tiny house in the backyard. So oh, cute. Yeah. 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 It's been a tricky time to 
you know, start new builds, especially little 500 square foot houses. So, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, we're hoping to do that. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, Russ Gardner uh, serves on our city council with me. Um, he's he's in the process of building something like that. And, uh, and yeah, that can be a little complicated with yeah. the Planning Commission, the Historic Commission, yeah. and all of the folks here in town. Um, you know, living in a historic district, mm-hmm. you know, there are some reasons why it's a historic district. There's a reason why people like coming to the town and seeing the older buildings. And, and so sometimes there's conflict there of what I can and can't do. Oh, but yes. you moved into a historic district, That's so right. you should know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it can be a little bit, a little, little bit of a headache sometimes when, when folks are trying to spruce things up a little bit. Right. Uh, or modernize <laughs> things. Um uh, you're, uh, I was reading that you've got future events that mm-hmm. you're looking to begin a chef demo event this we fall. Are. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes. Well, it's so fun to have artistic and creative family members. So one of our family members is actually a chef by trade, um, and she oh. has graciously offered to come and do a demo at the end. So we're going to create a whole experience for our guests. So she's going to demo um, – a menu of, of her creative choice, uh-huh. um, and then we'll have a nice dinner, and it'll be a whole experience for all of for our guests. Oh, that's wow. fun! Oh, yum! That now, does, do you have yeah. like a communal kitchen type area where you can do these things? Is is that what you created, or yeah? So this the kitchen really is the center of the inn, uh-huh. um, and then we have a nice screened in three season front porch. Oh, wow! So, right, um, which is just off the kitchen. So right. what we'll do is we'll set up some tables um, and chairs in our kitchen so they that she can kind of demo and on our island and uh-huh. um and then we'll enjoy a nice dinner out on the front porch you've got you you've got four suites right I do yeah. and and so um which is good really yeah, because you know you probably it's perfect size it's probably easy for you to keep that full um we you know i see bigger bed and breakfast you know mm-hmm. that sometimes it's a challenge um, especially when we get into the off season or it's, it becomes winter season. But you're booked this weekend already, right? We are. That's what you said when you yeah. were walking in. You're already booked, which is good. And summer looks pretty good as well, it right? It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to let people know, you know, if you, you know, what are you talking about? If you want to go check out their website while you're listening or maybe you want to book a room already, see yeah. what's available, you can go to their website at luckystoneinn.com. And uh, and check out their website. Really easy website to look at and find what you're looking for. Absolutely. Um, I was uh, checking it out last night. So, um, and then um, so uh, getting back, uh, you can also email at luckystonerentals at gmail dot com. Yes. And uh, of course, you can give her a call at six one six eight zero five nine zero nine one. I'll probably repeat that in a few minutes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, there's always something going on in Saugatuck. So it's nice that they're open all year. Yeah. I kept remember what I was wanted to ask. You've got four suites. Do they each have their own bathroom? They do. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. Who I know. to share a bathroom? Right. Nobody anymore. No. Right. But I think some people, when they think about bed and breakfast, they think about sharing bathrooms. But that these used are to all, be that way, yeah. Yeah, it used to be that way. I, I remember I used to stay at bed and breakfast up in um, Mackinac. Yeah. And they had a bunch of yes. houses that were like that. I did too. The old grandma. Yeah, with the wallpaper with the old, and the oh slanted floors. But it's not like that, right? No. Please tell me that. No, it's not. And, and <laughs> there, you don't have like uh, floral dust covers all, all over and and uh, what is it? No the, doilies. doilies. No doilies, right. 
Uh, but uh, bed and breakfast these days have, has really changed, yes. as we've seen. You know, places like Wickwood and other places, they're really upping their game. Absolutely. So that's good. Good for you. Um, uh, so if I want to find out, you know, we we're talking about, you know, chef demos this fall and things like that. Um, and, and if I, if I want to find out what's going on, I can go to your website or your, you've got social pages that you're working on getting together. I liked your lucky stone yesterday, lucky stone in page on Facebook. Oh, thank you. So, um, and I saw your new there. And so, uh, so I can, so I can kind of follow you and see what's going on there as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll post on our Instagram, Facebook page and our website. So Mm -hmm. we'll keep everybody informed. And we also have an email, um, so we can do an email blast and get some information out too. So we're doing that. So you can always sign up for our email. Sign up for your emails and find out what's going on. And what a great location. Again, you're right downtown. Um, it's to me, it's ideal. Yeah. It's it's really an it's ideal amazing. place to stay. Yeah. Um, uh, other amenities? Yeah, so we actually have two of our larger suites um, have a um, a pull-out couch. Not okay. your grandma's pull-out couch. We've all slept on that where you can feel the springs and whatever else is under there. Right. <laughs> yes, so they're, they're nice, comfortable, new pull-out couches. So, oh, nice. You know, we can get um, up to four in one suite. So okay. it's really good for groups of friends or for... Or people with children who want their children to be in the same room as them. So right. sometimes when you're at a bed and breakfast, you just can't do that with your, you know, it's, it doesn't yeah. seem like something that's family friendly because there might only be space for two in the room. Now, why would people vacation with their children? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I could never understand that. It's not a vacation, is it? I, I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Um, but, um, uh, so again, I want to, want to cover everything. We're running out of time yeah. and we've got Wally who just walked in from Amazwi. He's in the background there. And, uh, so, but I don't want to forget to let everybody know luckystoneinn.com. Go check out their website. You are amazing, by the way. Oh, I love your you. energy this early in the morning. Agreed. We need it. Yes. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. It's always coffee. It's coffee. <laughs> um, you know, I'm drinking. I don't know if you ever get coffee over at the Butler Pantry, but we're drinking the, uh, this is the Hawaiian Kona blend, Ooh. which is my favorite. I'm, I like mild coffee. Yeah. Um, but uh, they do the Schulz coffee there. Okay. And, which is really good. And they grind it right there for you. Love it. So if you need coffee for your guests, run yeah. over to the Butler Pantry. Absolutely. Um, you can email, if you're looking to email Sarah, you want to ask her questions at LuckyStoneRentals at gmail.com. Of course, you can give them a call. I told you I'd tell you this number again. Yes. It's 616-805-9091. Um, hey, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, what's your big Sunday plan? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a walk on the beach to find a lucky stone. Oh, oh, yeah. oh there you go. <laughs> that sounds good. So maybe you should go out and find your own lucky stone. That's right. Go for a walk, find a lucky stone, and then make reservations at the Lucky Stone Inn. It's a good plan. Good to see you. Sarah (laughs) Ramson, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, she's a great first guest. I know it. We're off to a great show. I know. We got set the bar high. She set the bar high. Wally's up next. All right. We'll see what he can do. See see, see if he can do anything. That's right. Anything. But uh, Wally, she made scones. What did you make? He didn't, he didn't. He didn't make anything for us. Oh well. 
<laughs> we'll have them on anyway. That's hey, right. don't go anywhere, folks. Stick with us. Grab another cup of coffee. We're waking you up and letting you know everything happening here in the Sagatuck Douglas area here on 92.7 The Van and 927thevan.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday here on 927thevan.com. Watching the sun come up over the hill here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck, and it's going to be a beautiful day. Gorgeous day. Gorgeous, I'm telling you. Get in your car and do a day trip here. We've got great weather in our 10-day forecast, actually. Did you see next weekend for Memorial Day? I know. Day? Come for a ride on the Star of Saugatuck. We're getting into the low 70s, and uh, it's just going to be a great Memorial Day weekend. Um, we've got some great events coming up, um, and I told you about you know Memorial Day events and, and things going on on today as well. One more thing going on today that I'd like to bring up is the um, at the uh, the uh, Saugatuck Douglas History Center. They're located at 130 West Center Street there in Douglas, Michigan. And, uh, and it, this is a free event. Um, uh, they're open from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. Not today, but next week, Thursday okay. through Saturday, from 11 to 3 p.m., where you can go see their exhibit called A Century of Progress, 100 Years of LGBTQ History. They're covering over 100 years of history. The exhibit shares the stories of people living in the margins at the lakeshore in a timeline format with local, state, and national LGBTQ developments in, included for context. Um, there's interpretive panels that identify factors that have contributed to the diverse and inclusive nature of these two small Lake Michigan coastal villages here in Saugatuck and Douglas, which has been known to be friendly, gay-friendly yeah, ever good. since I was a kid. Back before being gay-friendly was popular like before it is it now. Before it was friendly. Yeah, and, and uh, so yeah, that's a great thing. It and is. and so, so that, that exhibit will go on through um, uh, October, the end oh, of wow. October. Okay. So that'll be an ongoing exhibit nice. to learn about the history of, of the GLBTQ... I'm waiting for them to add another right, yeah, all the one letters. to that. Um, but uh, but uh, the gay and lesbian uh, 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 culture yeah. um, uh, here in Lake Michigan, which kind of makes us a little bit different from the rest. Um, talking about events, this Thursday, there's something pretty exciting going on. What is on. happening? Well, I don't know. We're pro- we're just going to probably have to get that disco ball Let's down do and it. make him work the runway. Here Ooh, he goes. Look at those wow. moves. It's I like it. Wally Peterson. Good morning, Wally. Welcome to Saugatuck on Sunday. How are you? I'm fantastic. I see you're doing the media district. 
I absolutely am. The, the, it's so the media t- tour. Me, the media yes. tour. It's two stops. Yes. It's Saturday at the Annex and Sunday at the studio above Landsharks. Well, that's that, that's the whole media round here in Saugatuck. Yeah. Don't forget the commercial record. Oh, Great that's story. right. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yes. Don't forget the commercial record. Um, now, what's that? Um, and laughed and laughed. Um, no, um, uh, Wally, you are from Amazwi. I am. And uh, uh, tell us a little bit about Amazwi. Now, real quick, I know I want to congratulate you for being in business for 20 years. This is now you've been, you were on the show about a year ago. It was a year ago. It was my first time. Yeah. And, and uh, Julie was here. She was reminding yes. me. Julie was? Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. And, um, you um, originally started in the li- – excuse me. Are you okay? <coughs> no, I'm not. Oh, okay. Good. The Perfect. livery building or oh, livery. Livery building. Livery building. Yeah, the first three years. Yeah, that's where folks know Toulouse was the last yes. restaurant in that spot. We're it's been- excited that there's new uh, new business going in. What? Uh, it's. I think it's a men's and women's clothing boutique. Oh, you heard oh. it here first. You heard it here. On Gregory's show. That's right. Yeah, you didn't say that on Mike's show. So you say the good stuff for us, Ooh. right? <laughs> Fantastic. Don't, don't tell Mike. Yeah, we yeah. won't. Um, I'm now, sure he's listening. Now, in 2007, you bought a building that uh, my mom and I used to love. Um, and, uh, uh, in fact, I, I have some of my, uh, my houses from the village that used to be in the back room there. Uh, of Tuck's Christmas Shop used to be in your spot um, where Amazwi is. And you moved there in 2007? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe it's been that many years. Um, and it's hard to believe we're starting our 20th season. Way back when, people were like, oh, an African art gallery in Saugatuck? Seriously? Mm-hmm. Do you think it'll fly? And um, obviously, nearly 20 years on, it's flown. Yeah, yeah, it's it really sword. Has. Yeah, it's sword. <laughs> um, in addition, you also uh, you have rentals above as well, right? We do. We have uh-huh. uh, the short-term rentals, uh, fully self-contained. We we don't do the scones. Uh, we give people keys. We give them. <laughs> you could have given me a key. <laughs> we give, we give them an overview of the area. We're always there if they need us. Tell them which restaurants to go to, etc. But uh-huh. they're on their own. Right. 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 Um, do they get a discount shopping downstairs? Do you they they absolutely do. They oh, do they really? While they're a guest of ours, a 10% discount. Oh, that's cool. Anything in the store. Anything. Anything. Now, tell us, getting back to Amazwi, tell us what kind of a store it is. Well, it's all about, we celebrate Africa. So uh, Amazwi, as you may remember from last year, uh, it's a Zulu word, means voices. So we're giving voice to African artists uh-huh. here and, and, and throughout the, the Midwest and beyond, thanks to the web. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, we celebrate the contemporary work that's coming out of today's Africa. But as the years have progressed, we've, we've actually introduced um, artifacts and, and crafts that, uh, that you'd find in the African continent. We've been to about uh, 17 countries now Wow! Uh, over the last uh, 19 and a half years. That wow. would be, that's awesome. That would yeah. be so fun. Yeah, that's probably a very fun part of the job is, is and I see it when you guys share on your Facebook page when you go on these trips. It's just amazing. I've never been abroad. I've always been a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that joke. 
It took me a second. <laughs> well, you that's, know, that's a classic days, dad joke. Yes. Well, these, it is a dad joke, but these days you never know. Um, and uh, but you, uh, again, you're entering your 20th year. What inspired you? Why why open a, an African art gallery? Why African? Well, I first got inspired by Africa as a little boy looking at my grandfather's National Geographic magazines, uh-huh. and Africa was fascinating to me. I would watch Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, uh, and then when I was working in the ad business at Leo Burnett, two ladies uh, did pop-up African art shows mm. the day after we all got our Christmas bonus, uh-huh. so I... I bought I thought five paintings my husband Mike will tell you that it was seven or eight and I brought them (laughs) home and I said look we're African art collectors and when that job ended at Leo Burnett I said ah we need a safety net we need to open an African art gallery in Saugatuck we had family here Mike's brother and sister-in-law lived here and still live here and so we decided you know what why don't we do something outside the ordinary and, and and bring our passion for African art to the greater community. Huh. It started with National Geographic. You know, my brothers and I used to read National Geographic for other reasons. I know. I was going to say, you looked at the pictures. <laughs> well, that was back before right. the internet. Yes. You know. It was, yeah, JCPenney uh, catalogs and National Geographic. Same difference. Right, only yes. different. Um, so uh, tell us, uh, now, I, having you on, because you are celebrating um, a couple of things, actually. Um this is, and I was reading, uh, this is the 60th year for Africa on, on, on the same day that you'll be unleashing a uh, sculpture that you guys are donating to the city of Saugatuck? Yes. Now, um, well, tell us a little bit about that and, uh, and, and where it was created. Okay. Well, the uh, African Union was formed 60 years ago on May 25th. Uh-huh. And so it's, it's actually called Africa Day. And when we were talking with the city about when we should do the dedication, uh, we wanted to do it close to the season. Uh-huh. Not in the season, but close to the season. So we're doing it Thursday leading into Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the sculpture itself, it's called Whispers. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful piece of Shona sculpture. Now, Shona is a region and a tribe in Zimbabwe. And for generations, um, artists have taken all different types of stone and, and, and they release the spirit from within and create these. They hand carve and polish these beautiful pieces of stone. So anyway, Whispers, created by uh, a late artist who died way too young at the age of 30 oh, wow. in 2004. Uh, his name is Lamek Bonjizi. But his legacy lives on in his work and also in the work of his younger brothers, uh-huh. several of whom are uh, noted Shona sculptors now in their own right. And we will see them when we go back to Zimbabwe uh, working in the sculpture park, and we've had work of theirs here as well. Anyway, so Whispers was in the, has been in the gallery since 2006. It was part of the house collection. Okay. We love it. We decided that it would be a fantastic example of Shona sculpture, mm-hmm. and it has been, and we've had many offers for it over the years, and we would refused to sell it. I refused to sell it. And we thought, okay, let's do something momentous to thank the community for its support over all these years. Uh And Mary Jo Lemansky with the Saugatuck Douglas Fenville Arts Initiative, otherwise known as Sadafi, had approached us and said, hey, we're putting sculpture, major public sculptures out 
across the community, and we need uh, we need something in Saugatuck. And you guys have been part of the fabric of the art community in, in the area for so long. Mm-hmm. Will you donate something? Mm-hmm. And if you know Mary Jo Lemansky, yes, it's very hard to say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've you've always uh, supported a lot of organizations. You support her. You supported her, and you also serve um, uh, on the boards of the Saugatuck Center for the Arts, Oxbo, and you're currently on the board for the Saugatuck Douglas Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Why why are you why is it so important to you to be involved in all these things? You know. Uh, when I first started coming here, and, and, and we still have a place in Chicago, but we're not there very often now. Um, this is our primary residence. And we have fallen in love with the area. Being a big city boy, I never thought that I would love living in a smaller community. But it's the sort of thing. I mean, you, you walk down the street. You see people you know. You The post office, all of that stuff we used to see on the Andy Griffith show. Yeah. So... For me to be able to volunteer my time and, and limited talents to these organizations, it, it makes me feel good, but it also helps us from a business perspective as well. Uh, the CVB, I think, is is really operating on full cylinders. You're, you're finding um, all of these publications and media that are that are naming Saugatuck to all of Saugatuck Douglas and or Fenville uh-huh. to the top ten lists, and and we're typically right up toward the top. Yeah. And that's and that is a very strategic mission of these folks. Obviously we want to get people to come here and heads in beds and support all the businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it's all working together quite synergistically. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm now involved with the CVB and quite enthusiastic about it. Oh wow. Well thank you. Um I I follow you guys on Facebook. And and I noticed that you guys just had this delivery, and it just wasn't a delivery. I mean, they had huge wooden boxes out in front of their store. What was in the box? <laughs> now, I'll tell you, when my mom was alive, and when we would shop at Tuck's, and we'd come into town and shop, and John would work for Tuck yeah. and before he had the place, and every time they got a new box in any store my mom and I were in, my mom would ask them, she'd want to know what was in the box, and then she'd always buy whatever it was. She was just weird that way. What <laughs> well, she would have it first. Tell us, what was in your box? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm still unpacking boxes. We're still unpacking boxes. But there are, there are, there are new things. We found a, a potter in, um, in Cape Town on the garden route. Uh-huh. And we've got seven huge boxes filled with amazing ceramics, uh, pottery and, and, and animal figures and, and tribal figures. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. We found a new textile um, manufacturer who does amazing work. Meanwhile, though, we were wandering a market in on the garden route and these guys are, hey, there's there's Wally and Mike from Amazwi, and we're like, whoa, this is a small world. We had met them in Johannesburg, which was a 10-hour drive away, probably five years ago. Oh, wow. But huh. Amazwi has, because, you know, we'll wear a baseball cap or a T-shirt right, that yeah. says Amazwi. So that helps to identify us, I think. But, um, yeah, word spreads 
when we're with these artists and they will bring us um they will bring us really interesting things that i've been known to go a little overboard and it's like ah we have a <laughs> container let's put it in the container and november 2021 we also had a huge shipment come and i just found out that they forgot to put 10 shona sculptures into that shipment huh. so it's actually going to arrive in saga talk on wednesday huh. and i have no recollection what they are uh, <laughs> but it'll be like christmas yeah it'll be christmas like the yeah. tuck christmas yeah shop. like the tuck christmas. um also on your facebook i noticed uh i saw pictures of you feeding hugging and kissing what some elephants oh my god yeah what's that what's that all about well i tell you the whiskers on an elephant's <laughs> trunk oh my goodness Do they yeah. tickle <laughs> no they're they're hard they're hard and bristly oh my um yeah, no, no, no. Uh, this yeah. show is—I don't know where this show is going right now, folks. But um. just bear with us. <laughs> bear no, with us. It, it was my birthday, and we uh-huh. always like to do because it's all about me. And I've birthday. never been that close to an elephant. Yeah, well, I, it's got to be kind of scary. It is scary, particularly as they're lumbering up to you. In this instance, it's an elephant sanctuary. And five of the elephants uh, have been raised there since they were they, they were orphaned as calves, uh-huh. and so they're very used to people. And their 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 trainers are with them, twenty four hours a day. They literally take turns sleeping with them, so they're hmm. never alone. And they will come up, and 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 you will feed them. You will toss uh, the the elephant feed into their mouths. You'll do it over your shoulder. You'll. You'll hug them. You'll you'll put your arm around their leg. They're always telling you, watch out for those tusks, though. Watch out for those tusks. Yeah. Because, you know, even an elephant will move, and you won't sure. know that it's yeah. going to move its head. Right. right. Boom. Right. Um, so we were there with several members of the local community, including the aforementioned Mary Jo Lemansky, uh, who taught us. Uh, we did a workshop. She, Jim Selman, John Barry, and I did a workshop on uh, creating paper out of elephant dung. So this this particular hmm. camp hmm. paper poop there it is poop there it is yeah wow okay <laughs> okay we're done with that okay um, the, but the, you make paper out of the poop poop well, paper we did as that's a matter really of fact. interesting yeah yeah so it's it's and they even are making uh, gin out of the elephant dung. Uh, which actually doesn't taste too bad. You tasted it? Well, of course, when in Africa. Oh, right. I, I guess. Ooh, yeah. golly. I don't know if I... Yikes. I don't, I don't know if they're like... Ugh, yikes. After your first Very one, the second one's easier to go down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a lot of things. That's what they all say. Right. Um, but um, the, now, the th- reason why you're, you're going to be uh, doing this big ceremony and you'll be giving away this beautiful sculpture called Whispers... And uh, it's going in the Rose Garden here in downtown Saugatuck. And uh, I had the pleasure of sharing with the show yesterday, with Mike's show, that they weren't too sure her name. Rosa Mize created that Rose Garden, I want to say, was it the 60s or 70s? Around when she passed, she left a $500,000 grant to the city of Saugatuck. And it was in memory of her brother. Hmm. And one of my favorite stories of this town because kind of reminds me of me her brother because when i when i was a florist on the east side of the state and when i'm here as well i take the roses that we have on stock that we can't really use 
and I'll grab a bunch of them when I close up the shop, and I and I hand them out and give them to people because I, he's such an inspiration. Her brother lived on the hill. He grew roses. And he would come downtown and give out roses to people in town. Oh, wow. And so that's why Rosa wanted to d- dedicate. She worked at uh, Walgreens um, back in the day, in the 40s and 50s, okay. um, uh, in Indiana, uh, Illinois, I believe, uh, but several of the Walgreens uh, back in the day. And uh, she amassed her fortune, you know, uh, a half a grand. Gave it to the city to build that rose garden, and that's where you're putting that sculpture. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah we're, that's we're, a good story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's not really related to Lisa Mize from the CDC. I know. I was. You I know, was that's just a good question. Ha- I'd like to. Say. I'd like to know that. Now, um, the ceremony. Um, tell us a little bit about what we can expect on Thursday, this coming Thursday, five thirty p.m. in the rose garden. All right. Well, it. Uh, there will be a short dedication ceremony uh-huh. um, where the uh, mayor will oh, be good. there. Uh, Ryan Heiss will be there as uh-huh. the city manager. Uh, he'll say a few words. They'll take all the credit. <laughs> no, they've, they've been wonderful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, as a representative of the city, as you are, Gregory, uh-huh. I, I'm just a huge, huge fan of everything that, that the city government has been doing. Sure. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've, they've paved the way for uh, this spectacular location. I mean, it, you couldn't ask for anything more central. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a little bit nervous since it is the Thursday going into Memorial Day. There will be a lot of people on the street. Yes. So we've invited, uh, you know, 75 to 100 people. Uh, many of whom cannot be there because they have their own businesses or whatnot, but uh-huh. others are coming in from out of town. So, yeah, there'll be, there'll be some remarks. Um, the sculpture itself is being installed on Monday, a Tuesday. If it rains Monday, it doesn't look like it's going to. It'll be covered. Okay. So there'll be that moment of drama right. when you take unveil the covering. The, the, the big unveil. As it's unveiled. Yes. Yeah. And there will be um, you know, some, some light refreshments. Our friends at Grow, um, Alec and Lindsay, uh, their, their lavender lemonade will be, will be on nice. hand. Oh, nice. And, yeah. We, we, we love the folks over and at And you Grow. were just on the Little Grow show. I was on the Little yeah, Grow show. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike was too. Yes. We had them on the show a few weeks back and they talked about it was great to follow their videos. Yeah. I know. I, is, I've, I've yeah. learned a lot about our fellow business owners, so mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's great. I, and there'll be some other light snacks, but um, yeah, everybody's everybody's welcome. I think it'll probably be fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, right? But what a great kickoff to the weekend! I, I think agree. so. That's I awesome. I think so too. Um, I, I noticed the sculpture which you share on your Facebook page. You can go to their Facebook page of Mosley. Uh, the uh, whispers, yeah, um, uh, great sculpture and a great replacement for what was there. Um, uh, there was a sculpture in that spot that unfortunately broke. Mm-hmm. There was some issues with it, um, uh, but I think it's going to be great. And I'll tell you why: the sculpture that was there had it, it was a square type, it was kind of a modern type thing, and it had a hole in the middle of it, much like. This one does. So you've got you've got a wrap around, and then there's kind of like that hole in the middle. Now, if you go there in the fall, you, and I'm hoping you can do it like you did with the last sculpture, you can go in that middle spot, and on the right angle, you can get the 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 uh, Mount Baldhead radar dome in the middle of that. Oh, amazing! So you could do that with the other one. I've got a picture of that somewhere. Huh. 
but it has to be in the fall because the leaves are all gone. And right. you can get a, a really good view of that little ball on top of Mount Baldhead. You could in the middle of the other sculpture. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to do that with this one. So I'll, I'll, be, I'll be looking to see. See if I can make we'll have that. To give it a shot. shot. Have to give yeah. it a shot. Yeah. Well, the, the one thing I didn't mention is Jason, Jason Quigno, who's who's a very famous uh, stone carver in his own right um, here in West Michigan. He's created a special pedestal, uh, custom made pedestal, just for this sculpture. So oh, there'll be right. some very some cool. height to it. Uh-huh. And uh, he's the one who's going to be doing the installation on Monday. Monday. Right. And like then we're, tomorrow, Monday. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow. Yeah. And, then, and then you know what we're going to do? We're going to go over to Baldi's and have some lunch. Oh, nice. Baldi's is open again. Oh, yes. that's right. Everybody likes their barbecue at Baldi's. Yeah. They Absolutely. certainly do. We were just talking about, um, uh, before the show, we are talking about the mermaid. Um, uh, so that's just coming. Um, uh, Amazwi, what's your website? Uh, com. And 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 I appreciate you pronouncing it correctly. Amazwi. Yes, thank well, you. Well, you taught me that a long time ago. So uh, uh, long before I had a radio show. Uh, but uh, uh, your store has oh, you've always supported uh, uh, events that I've helped out with, um, like uh, Make a Wish. Um, you've donated for that, um, and uh, you've always been supportive of the business community back even back when I was on Sadaba and things like that. So I've always appreciated. Uh, working with you guys over the years, so well, ditto. And uh, but um, uh, anything else going on? What are your hours of operation at Amazwi right now? It's crazy. We're open at ten o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock in the evening, uh, Monday through Thursday. On Friday and Saturday, we're staying open until nine. Uh, Saturday, uh, 10, Nolene Wilson, wow. who also, she's a co-owner of the Sherwood Forest Bed and Breakfast. She works with us on the weekends, and uh, she's the one who said, I said, well, can you stay till 8? And she said, are you kidding? I'm going to stay until 10 Yeah, uh, and get all those people who are just yeah. done with dinner. Exactly. So, yeah, we're, we're open quite a bit. Uh, we're open all week long. Wow. So you're open all week long. And weekends. And weekends. Uh, Amazwi. Hey, check that out. That's going to be a great unveiling of a great sculpture. Um, and uh, thank you. Thank you for giving art to the community. This is why we are who we are, because of people like you. Um, and, and Mike. I, and Mike. Of course, your partner, Mike. But we appreciate your involvement with Oxbow and everything that you do to bring art to the Art Coast. Thank you very much, Wally. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for everything you do. And Mike. And don't forget about Mike either. Don't forget about Mike. Hey, Mike, thank you. Thank you, Mike. We love you, Mike. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Hey, Fred just walked in. Did you see that? Fred Boltman from Red Horse Collaborative. And we're going to talk about the porch party. All right. Uh, next as well. So don't go anywhere, folks. Grab another cop, cup of, cop, cop of coffee, coffee. And, uh, and uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back with Dinosaur.
<laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> this is Gregory Muncy. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday here on 92.7 The Van. And, uh, you know, CJ was just texting me about about my music, right? Oh, was he? Because, you know, I'm lost without him, as yes. folks I'm sure can hear. Um, but I think we, you're doing a splendid job. We are missing CJ, and yeah. uh, thanks for listening while you're on vacation. CJ and Kimberly are enjoying Sutton's Bay. Uh, up up north. I and, hope Sutton's Bay is enjoying them. Yeah, well, I think they're you know I I, I think they're they're probably going to leave their mark. Yes, we'll say that. I'm sure they will leave memorable experiences for all uh, when they come. Good way to put it. <laughs> Talk about memorable experiences. You know, um, we've got somebody here that you know that does so many memorable experiences in the community. Um, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about a couple of them, but we've got the red horse porch party is coming up and he's going to have to work the runway. Yes, he is. And there he goes. Look there at him go. There he goes. Fred Boltman. Woohoo! Howdy, howdy. From the red horse, the red horse center, collaborative learning center. Red Horse, welcome. Yeah. What an introduction. Thank you for well, having me. Well, thank you. I'm trying my hardest to, to do the sound yeah, well, uh, without splendid CJ. Job. So. <laughs> I never had a runway like that when CJ was here. <laughs> Fred, you're the herd manager, and you're also the herd manager. That's at what we've heard. Yeah, that's what we heard. Yeah. And you're also you're an author. You're an independent consultant on company culture, um, the ideals of craft marketplace, and the connected lifestyle. Um, you've had more than two decades of experience as an executive in the beverage industry. So this guy knows beer. He knows his stuff. And he really he knows his stuff so much that he's an actually an award-winning author. Um, you uh, uh, you uh, written uh, the uh, great beer state. Um, uh, and then in 2019, authored a collaborative book called A Rising Tide, Stories from the Michigan Brewers Guild. And, uh, and in fact, you know, you've done a lot of different things. In fact, you've also done a TEDx talk. That's true. I was just watching that earlier this morning. Oh, wow. Great job Thank with you. that, by the way. Thank you. Um, and uh, it's called The Community of Collaboration. And he talks about how communities work together to collaborate. Um, uh, uh, and uh, and uh, so tell us a little bit about your background. Um, your, um, tell us a little bit first about, let, let's talk about this craft. Uh, this craft nation. We want to talk about horses, but I want folks to know a little bit about you. What is this? What is the craft nation? What is that? Well, I'll segue into Red Horse Center, which is sort of the active, uh, the most active project and and um, beneficiary of my work with this craft nation and through oh, the okay. beverage community. So, um, which is that in my time in the craft beverage marketplace started in the mid '90s, really in the beer industry, uh, we were bringing groups of passionate groups of people together to bring this new idea forward and to kind of try to try to sh make change in an industry and say, we think it can be done differently. We think there can be more choice to customers. And while we were having this very sort of, you know, this passion for product, this passion for craft uh, was leading us as creatives and as um, makers and artisans along the way i was also realizing we're also trying to figure out a new way to bring groups of people together to be effective uh -huh. and we didn't start out 
thinking about how we we're going to manage people, how we we're going to manage company culture in 10 years and 20 years when, yeah. the, when the original entrepreneur or visionary is changing roles and teams are being built. So through my time in that space, uh, building those teams, I became uh, as big of a student of that culture and how we were um, holding space for people and making sure that it's reflective of our ideals and safe for people and inviting for people besides people that were just like us. Yeah. That was a real big learning curve. And I was learning about horses at the same time. I came into them as an adult, which meant we could choose our influence in terms of how do we take care of horses? How do we learn to communicate with them? How do we learn to work with them or ride? Uh-huh. And I say that because they're sort of like like managing people uh, and managing horses, there's definitely at least two paradigms. The old paradigm is sort of power over, do it because I said, do it or else. And the new paradigm is collaborative and is listening and is saying, hey, I want a, a willing partner. I want an invitation to this. I, I want people and horses and living beings to choose to be in a working relationship with me instead of doing it because they're a captive audience. Uh -huh. And so the things that I was learning about people were helping me understand this new collaborative language of horses. I shouldn't say it's a new language. It's an old language, but it was new to have it be the primary uh, ethos for how you're going to be with horses. Right. Um, and so I was learning uh, those things were relating to each other. Everything I learned about being soft and listening and, and partnering with horses was helping me shape human teams everything I learned huh. about people was helping me with the horses. Now this craft nation is sort of a creative passion project in the middle where I took a trip and uh, have written and podcasted about what makes the craft marketplace different. And, and you started in that industry when it was just beginning. Yeah, pretty right? much. About well, 20 so years ago or so, because, yeah. you know, 20 years or so ago, you didn't there hear about breweries. Right. Yeah, there wasn't much on you the didn't, market. You didn't right. have many breweries. Right. You know, well, it was a new thing. In 93, we had three in the state. Yeah. Now we have 400. Right, right. Um, in 95, when I started uh, at Bells in Kalamazoo, we, uh, I think we might have had four or five. Wow. And then by the end of that decade, we were at 60. Wow. So yeah. it, was, it was quite a time. And so I just was inspired by that. And over the years, when I decided to um, kind of not really retire as a human, but retire from the beer industry um, a few years ago, I really wanted to do more of that, more of helping people understand how to shape that culture, take the th their culture, whatever it is, mm -hmm. whatever you're doing, how whatever the reason for people coming together is, I wanted to help. I, I wanted to share the knowledge that horses have given me and what I've learned in terms of learning how to facilitate uh, human experiences assisted by our co-facilitators, the horses, and people have amazing discoveries about being able to see their story from a different perspective. Being uh -huh. able to, Horses are professional culture developers. Their herd and their herd dynamics are essential to them as part of their overall uh, system of communication and safety. They're, they're an animal of prey, so if they're out there they're a group of horses. They're going to know who's responsible for safety. When do we move? When do we don't uh, move? And who's who's where in the herd is an right. ongoing conversation with them. So they are experts at um, 
listening and working and making sure they understand the relationships in the room. And so they do that with people in a non-judgmental, safe, informative, inquisitive way. It gets people leaning in and asking questions about, oh, this somehow or another, this field trip we're doing with horses is feeling a lot like what happens when we're together in the office. So uh-huh. if if you want to celebrate that, you can. If you want to change it, if you want to edit your story, if you want to say, you know, I'd like this to be different, the horses will help you explore that and so model it. You teach people how to horse around at the office. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Very good. Where have you been in all of our marketing? <laughs> the Red Horse. Better write that one yeah. down. All right. Uh, Red Horse uh, Center for Collaborative Leadership. Um, what kind of services do you offer? You you said a little bit of something, some of the things that happen there. But yeah. what are what are uh, exactly the services that you guys offer there? So uh, I would say that we have services in a few lanes, a couple of lanes. Mostly, you could summarize it with personal and professional development. And that includes mental health services. So there's uh, uh, equine-assisted therapy with or without horses, really. It could be also. Uh, but we focus on on uh, partnering with the horses for mental health sessions. Mm-hmm. We also do team retreats where you can be working on how you work together. We have some educational workshops that are... You know, it could be a group coming in together or it could be different individuals signing up for a group. Like we teach uh, healing culture through a trauma-informed lens, which takes the principles of trauma-informed care, saying let's be aware that other people have experienced trauma and try and create a space in our group, in our workplace, that's going to help them be their true selves here. We teach, um, well, and I, I'd like to even bust up the word teach because uh, words matter. We're sharing concepts and inviting people to explore their own path with it. Oh, and the okay. horses really help offset that teacher-student paradigm of saying, we're not, we're not here saying we're the expert in your company. We're here holding space for an experience to happen where you have the light bulb moment and go, oh, I think we can make things different. And so some of them are educational, like we have an implicit bias workshop and this healing culture workshop. And then some of them are shaped around what shows up and who's there. So Uh with with teams and businesses that come in, it can be, hey, we talk and find your three or four objectives and say, okay, let's explore these ideas and find out what we want to do. Or we can say, you're going to come in and... And it's really great for transition. So let's say there's a new leader joining the team. It's a really um, uh, it's a really great way for people to get to know each other's yeah. true selves instead right. of sort of, hey, how are you doing? Where are you from? Right. Uh, so it's almost like the horses are a vehicle to bring the people together. Exactly. And yeah. explore kind of real patterns of behavior and Somehow or another, they just cut to the quick and say, listen, let's let's learn what each other are about. Uh-huh. And they have less small talk about where to grow up and do you have kids or not. Right. Not that those aren't valuable things to talk about. Uh-huh. But teams need to understand personality style. They need to understand. Yeah, there's more that defines us than yeah, and, yeah, where we live. And, yeah. and, and sensitivities and thresholds and, like, even just different the way different people communicate. Um we can accommodate. We do that all the time, um, but when it's missing, it usually feels uncomfortable. If somebody needs more time for an idea than somebody else, and we're we're treating them both the same, somebody's saying, "Hey, wait a second, that's too fast or that's too slow." Right. Little things like that. Right. Right. So 
then another thing that started recently this year, um, we created these community support groups, these story circles for healing. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I was looking at that here. Um, what's that about? So that so story circle is a is a framework that came out of some of the work we do with the organization that we're part of that helps train people to facilitate these experiences. Uh-huh. That group's called Arenas for Change. So so we're part of that team, and that helps. Um, support people like us facilitators uh-huh. and a method came out of that called story circles which is a, a framework that really lets people share a short story can be anything and give that room to breathe and and um and really practice and have the other people around practice deep listening and create the safe space for them to exist and that may sound a little ethereal and loose but it, it's really important and where we saw an opportunity to really create a program around it was when um, the community suffered this really awful tragedy. There was a murder-suicide mm-hmm. uh, in the Pullman area right. that affected Fenville students. I remember so that. Our community. And we had just begun a relationship with the school, developing a herd leadership program with students. And so the relationship had begun, and, and we were a, a phone call away when the tragedy struck. And we joined their crisis response team. And then through those early days, um, created this community support group for students and faculty to come out and have a space to process what just happened. Yeah. Without, without a target of this is your next step, these are the pat. It's just saying, let's share together what's going on. The horses are incredible listeners, incredible uh, empathic beings who, uh-huh. will, who will create space for that emotional content to have a place to be heard, place for these people to be seen, and that helps trauma move right. and transform and for people to see the path forward. And so we started that those weekly groups, uh-huh. and now we're seeing that as something that we hope will stick around as a resource for the community, um, you know, in a, uh, forever yeah. um, in yeah. perpetuity. So, And it's been really powerful to to witness um, and to hear from faculty and staff at the school about uh, what it, what, what's shared afterwards and during the and, impact and how made. kids uh-huh. have been, um, especially the youth have been talking about it and, or um, just, just what it meant to have a space outside of their family, outside of their school with these incredible uh, emotionally present beings yeah and i'm talking about the horses Horses. i I knew that (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh so that's another program and that's so those are the things we do yeah a lot of great stuff i mean you're talking a lot of great stuff and what a great service it is for the community and what a great outlet like you said you know when you're dealing with trauma and that you know sometimes you don't want to look at another person you don't want to it's not about the people or you don't know how to communicate and just to sit there and be there with a horse you know I, i I can imagine how therapeutic it could be. Um, but I, I want to have you on. I had you on because we want to talk about the porch party, which I heard last year was off the hook. You know, I have, um, uh, as a co-host every once in a while, we have um, uh, 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 that girl. Jen. <laughs> Jen. <laughs> Jen's going to shoot me now. Um, but we have Jennifer we'll Ludwig. Look at that girl poster. Just like she's right? just awesome. And uh, she's been on the show uh, many times, and she volunteers for you guys. Um, and and uh, she was telling me as well that you're doing this. This is the second 
year that you're doing the Correct. annual Red Horse Porch Party that's coming up this Saturday, May 27th from 2 to 9 p.m. Tell us what to expect there. Well, we named it the Porch Party because we wanted to feel like we were inviting people to the porch to hang out. So there's there's food and drink, there's horses, there's view, there's, you know, open air mm-hmm. and um, and music as well. So Farmhouse is providing the food. Mm. We have local beer, wine, and cider. We have a really nice, comfortable space uh, that's between our retreat building that we call the Treehouse and our arena. So there's a combination of covered space and, and open air. Um, we have music going throughout the day. Um, and it's all raising money to fund programs like we talked about, whether that be um, the community uh, story circles or other programs. All of this requires funding. And when you add, um, you know, facilitating with horses sure. is a team approach. So we typically are adding at least we have at least two facilitators that are human. We have this herd to take care of. So in order to keep that affordable, and we really believe in providing equitable access, meaning let's make sure that everybody in the community has access right. to supports for their development. Um, and and I like the word support because with mental health, we're also talking beyond therapy, that if we can create structures that help people um, process um their world, then there's a lot of uh, therapeutic processes that are different than um, full on mental health sessions, Mm -hmm. which are also needed and important. But we like reaching everybody. And so making it affordable, having variable pricing uh, and having community funding for these programs really helps keep that door wide open. So anyways, that's what it's raising money for. Uh We have... um, so it's going from 2 to 9 p.m. It starts a little earlier this year. It started at 5 last year. Right. And um, we have – we're going to do – so uh, Great Lakes Brass, as right. you're familiar with, is our brass band. That right, I, that, that you were here for Mardi Gras yeah. and uh, did our little Mardi Gras parade. We had a lot of fun that day. Yeah. So we've added a herd procession this year. So um, the horses will already be in the space where they're available for herd visits. So people can sign up and in small groups kind of go out with a – with a volunteer guide, uh-huh. meet horses, say hello, um, feel what it's like to be in close proximity and to touch a horse uh-huh. and get to know them. Well, we're going to have a herd procession come down the hill on the way to the space, uh, led by the brass band, and we'll have, um, you know, like cardboard decorated, blinged out horses on sticks raised oh, up. Oh, cool. And so we're going to have a group of people in the brass band come like down the hill. Like a little parade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a little uh, herd and horse parade. We decided maybe the horses weren't, didn't need to be there themselves and uh-huh. deal with clanging symbols, but we'll have them represented right. with art. Sure. And that'll happen at 2.30. Uh-huh. And then um, Cold Mountain Child, a local duo, um, Led by our friend Tyler Bradley is playing at four. Tracy Seuss from Kalamazoo, a longtime friend and supporter. Is she re- is she related to Doctor? Uh, perhaps. Oh, okay. Just she's curious. a doctor of cool. Uh, <laughs> she's, um, what kind of music does she? She does like a lot of Americana kind of roots music. Okay, yeah. Um, she sings in Kate Rose and the Band of Thorns in Kalamazoo. And does her own solo stuff. And oh. Long- uh, time nice. friend, nice. and then Great Lakes Brass will be back on to close it up at seven. Uh-huh. Um, 
Uh, tickets, just so folks know, you know, we only have a few more minutes. Can you believe that? This show just flies, doesn't it? Does. It does. Um, tickets are, uh, for adults are $20 in advance, 25 the day of. Kids are $10 in advance and 15 the day of. Or, of course, donations of any amount. Um, they are a 501c3. And yep. so uh, those are tax deductible. Yeah. Um, and uh, talk about a collaboration. Listen to all the folks that they're working with to make this happen. Fen Valley, the wine cellar, and, the you know, they've got the wine tasting yeah. room here in Saugatuck. Farmhouse Deli, yum. We all love that. Yes. Crane's Winery. We love that. Uh, they make that uh, cider. That's so mm-hmm. good. Uh, Modalis. Uh, Black Lab 5. Yeah, they're part of the creative team that helps us with oh, okay. all stuff. So they're an annual sponsor. Waypost Brewery. We talked about their yeah. event um, going on this week earlier. Uh, Guardian Brewery. Uh, Rusty Rocket. What's that? They're a brewery in Pullman. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've okay. never been to that. The Rusty never Rocket. Heard of it. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been to a couple Rusty Very Nails. cool spot. <laughs> an old YMCA camp. Limited hours. Uh, great ah. beer. Great ah. people. I have to check that out. Um, and then Saugatuck Brewery. So you've teamed up with uh, all the local breweries and wine wineries, I see, as well. So yeah. Lots of delicious beverages. Yeah. And late-breaking news. Another oh, new my. idea Uh-oh. this year. So we... Um, you know, I have a broken off switch sometimes. Uh, I don't end well. So, well, it ends well, but not always on time. So yeah. we decided to have last year, it's 10 o'clock at night. We're hanging out, putting our feet up, and we're realizing that all the locals that we're friends with, this is when they're getting off of that first big weekend. Right. And so we're doing a hospitality industry afterglow. Oh. So while we have the license, we're going to let it roll till midnight. And so people that are working around town can come in. At, there'll be no admission after eight. Oh, and they can come in, and we're going to spin vinyl up in the arena. Saturday um, night, back alley Ooh. pizzas, bringing pizzas. Saturday night, we'll have that a beer and wine. Fun. Did you hear so, that, everybody? It's free. Um, uh, yeah. Stop in after the event. It's after nine p.m. Yeah, and uh, they'll still be open in the evening if you're just closing up the restaurant yeah. or closing up your That's storefront. Awesome. Or the um, boat. Go and hang out. Yeah. yeah, and check out the horses and. You guys so we a- realize everybody's working that weekend. That, yep. That you know that a lot of people are working that weekend. A lot of people, you know, we also have all these guests, but um, that's a new thing, and we hope people will kind of unwind with us and put their feet up and take in um, take in the change of season. I might just venture out. Um, you know, if I get I love vinyl too. Done. Yeah, like the best. Right. Yeah. It'll be fun. Cool. Yeah, so awesome, awesome. Now, you can go to their website, uh, Red Horse. Uh, the, their website is Red Horse. Where, where, what is it? Red. Red Horse dot Red. Yeah. And, um, and you can find out all the information about the great things uh, that the Red Horse uh, Center does for the area. You guys have really grown. I remember when you first started this. But you, you have you have quite the operation now. And uh, you should be so proud for, for the service that you're providing um, our community Thank as you. well. And, and learning so much about, you know, how horses work. You know, when I first started hearing about what your guys are doing, I thought it was kind of crazy. And the more, <laughs> the, but, but honestly, and the more I get to learn about it, the more I think this is such a great service for our community. And, um, and uh, your wife, Ula, and you uh, both do a great job with that. And uh, Thank you. And, uh, it's, and it's a whole big team. There's, uh, you mentioned, Jen, there's a whole host of volunteers that help care for the herd help move things forward we have a very active volunteer board and speaking of which there's room to volunteer so volunteers come in for free uh, we feed and water them 
there's a link at the website. So if you want to work a four-hour shift uh, and help us out, you can you can do that and uh, and come join the team. But thanks to everybody that makes it happen and um, you guys for supporting us here and spreading the word. Awesome. Well, thank you, Fred. I, I read in your bio that you wanted to be a cowboy That's right. when you were a kid, and then you decided you wanted to be a musician. So That's it sounds true. like you pretty much fulfilled most of... Uh, in between there was stuntman. Stuntman. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, I never went to stunt school, but, yeah. but I got cowboy and musician there you uh, go. checked off. So. Red Horse Center, folks, uh, for collaborative learning. Go to redhorse.red and check out their events. And uh, if you want to donate, volunteer, sponsor, find out more information, or just hang out. At the porch party this Saturday, 2 to 9 p.m., or go to the hospitality afterglow. No charge for that, folks. And there's an auction we almost forgot. At an auction. You can bid online or in person. There's awesome community baskets. There's art. There's all sorts of cool stuff. We got to go. We're running over. Happy Sunday, fun day, everybody. Next week. Next week, I've got Jim Babcock on with me. Oh, man. He's back. And then uh, it'll be our Memorial Day weekend celebration next weekend. Hey, everybody, get out, enjoy the day, come to downtown Saugatuck and Douglas and see how much much fun we're having. That's right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Have a great day. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Saugatuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncie, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty. It is what it is. Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Whiteford Wealth Management. If you missed this morning's show or you'd like to hear it again, we've got the podcast on our website at 927thevan.com. You can also access that through our free mobile app. And join us next Sunday for Saugatuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncy right here on the Lakeshore's 927 The Van.